Well, the results are in when looking at copper and whether or not copper installed on those high-touch areas, especially in transit vehicles, whether or not it is effective in getting rid of bacteria. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about this is Dr. Martha Charles, who is with Vancouver Coastal Health. Dr. Charles, thank you so much for taking some time today. Thank you so much for having me. I, I think we all remember when the big announcement was made that the copper was going to be uh, going in and it was going to be tested in some of these areas. So now that it's been in place for this amount of time, what d- did you find? Well, we're super excited to be able to say that after a full year of utilization in the public transportation here in Vancouver and as well as in Toronto, um, that after a year, a full year, well, it was able to maintain all of its antibacterial. And also when we simulated the use in the laboratory, we were able to show that it also had antiviral properties. And so how does it work? How does it do that? Yeah. So, I mean, copper at this point in time, we have not exactly pinpoint what is the biggest mechanism of activity. But what we know is that it will create some damage of the cell. So the membrane, when it gets in contact with copper, it will create some holes in the membrane and the content of the cell will leak through those holes. So that's one of the major mechanisms. The other one is that copper has the ability of creating some degradation of the genomic information, so DNA. So that would also create some problems for the bacteria. And if it can't reproduce, it will die. So for viruses, it would be something similar as well, because you know that certain viruses have envelopes, like, just like COVID, and that would also damage the envelope. And the same thing for RNA and DNA viruses, it would cause damages of the genomic information, and that will prevent the virus to replicate and cause its death. Hmm. Is, um, so how does it, uh, time-wise then, so if somebody goes in, gets on a transit vehicle, and maybe, maybe they have uh, COVID on their hands, or they've got a virus on their hands, and they touch one of these copper, one of the copper surfaces, and then somebody else comes on 20 minutes later and touches the same spot, is that enough time, or, or how long does it take to, to kind of kill the, the bacteria or the virus? Yeah, so it's a good question. So it really depends on the type of bacteria. But what we know is from an EPA and Health Canada perspective, to be able to say that the copper surfaces has an antibacterial activity, it has to be able to kill bacteria within two hours and within 99.9% of the bacterial load that, that was on the surface. And that's what we were able to show in this study is that different we used three different types of copper that were Health Canada accredited, and we were able to show that it kills more than 99.9% of bacteria on its surface. Hmm. So is it similar then, or, or is it the same as if you were, say, wiping the surface down with, it, with an antibacterial substance? Yeah, so what we've done in the context of the study is that we would go and do the regular cleaning. And what we're saying with copper is that, you know, when you clean at a time point, you kill whatever was there at that moment. But with copper, what it does, it has this self-disinfection properties that goes on with time. So it kind of protects in between cleaning periods. And so is it something that you would suggest or say that it's in addition to uh, the other things that uh, we, we know so well now, hand washing and the other ways of, of kind of cutting down the risk of not only COVID, but any other kind of cold, flu, any other kind of viruses? 
Oh my God, it's so good that you're saying this. So yes, for us, it was really to show that this was an added tool in the toolbox. So of course, vaccination, hand washing, making sure that you're not touching your face, those are really important aspects. But this is just an added measure that we can add to really reduce the risk of transmission. And does it matter how long someone's touching it? If we're talking about, say, if you're riding transit and you're holding on to a copper surface or you're touching it for, say, an extended period for a few stops or if you just touch it casually? So and I just want to make sure I understand your question, because touching it in itself doesn't change anything. Right. It's really for the, the amount of bacteria that are at the surface of those copper products. So depending on the bacterial type, like we could see activity as quickly as like 10 to 20 minutes, right? Right. And then to get the EPA certification or the Health Canada certification, you have to be able to see that decrease within two hours. So, I mean, that's why we will always continue to say what's important is to make sure that you're washing your hands. But what we're like to see is now we have this added tool that makes sure that the bacterial load is decreased in between those cleaning periods. And so is there any downside to this, or does this study show particular areas where putting the copper would be the most effective? So for us, what we were happy to see is that, you know, we replaced a couple of stanchions in streetcars in Toronto, the subway, and buses. And we've also did it in Vancouver. So it was in um, the sky trains and in the buses. And we're really happy to show that, one, it was really durable. And then after a full year of utilization, it was still maintaining all of its properties for bacterial killing. Hmm. And, and was that surprising that it, that it took after this study, looking at this, just how effective it is? Well, no, because we had the experience at Vancouver Coastal Health. You know, I want to say that VCH is a big hub for innovation. And we had that experience in our healthcare setting. So we had copper installed in a hospital setting in the bone marrow transplant unit, as well as in the intensive care unit. But the innovation and the the part that is quite different is we were, we were able to bring the technology and the population and the community and to be able that it still works. That just kind of reinforced the knowledge that we had. All right. Well, it's uh, definitely uh, interesting findings uh, from, uh, from when that was first installed to what we know now. Dr. Charles, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good afternoon.